Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. So glad to join with you now. So grateful for this holy opportunity that we're giving ourselves. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And our topic this week, financial freedom. So... Just before we dive in, as usual, we are going to (sighs) blessing in a prayer, taking that breath of love and gratitude and moving into that blessing in that prayer. So grateful, so grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to an unlimited, unprecedented flow of love, intelligence, Active in our heart, in our mind. So grateful, so thankful. So grateful and so thankful to recognize perfect love is all that we are. Perfect love is all that we ever will be. We're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember this is the truth of our naturalness, our identity. Our real self is unlimited, unprecedented. We're already free. We're already as holy as holy can be. This is our naturalness. We're grateful and thankful to simply allow everything that is false to fall away. We're grateful and thankful to release the habit of clinging to that which is false, that which is fabricated, that which has never been real and never will be real. We're grateful and thankful to give ourselves the freedom in our heart and mind. We're willing to step into a flow of unlimited financial freedom, abundance, prosperity. All this is our naturalness. All this is the truth of our identity. And we're grateful and thankful to simply let it be. We let it flow. We let it be. In grace and gratitude, we know it's done. And so it is. Amen. 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 Hmm. Yes. Yay! <laughs> so I I I got this topic uh as usual from the Holy Spirit. That's what I do each and every week with the radio show. I tune in and I invite Spirit to give me the topic and uh financial freedom. Seems kind of interesting with A Course in Miracles. And my sense is that when I was just doing, I just did a whole series of free classes called Stop Playing Small. And the last class in the series is called How to Break the Habit of Playing Small. And you can get all these free classes. Go and listen and download to them right now at jenniferhadley.com. You can see Stop Playing Small. And um, 
in the last class that I did, what I really got was for people who are what I call light workers, you may have heard that expression before. To me, a light worker is anyone who has recognize, like the teacher of God that A Course in Miracles talks about, recognize the oneness of all life. And whether or not they consciously feel awake to that, or maybe it's just a concept, it's not really their natural connection to unity, they aspire, the light workers of the world aspire to be a loving, beneficial presence. That, to me, is a light worker. So it has nothing to do with your profession. Any profession could be a light worker. It's the way you live your life. It's the walking, the talk, the living, the love, being a beneficial presence on this planet. And... One of my favorite teachers was part of this series, Patricia Cota Robles, and she talks about, as it says in A Course in Miracles, in every moment, you're either choosing to energize love and unity, or you're choosing to energize fear and separation. And we get to choose in each and every moment. So A Course in Miracles is a mind training system to support us in training our mind to choose love and unity because the ego has already trained our mind. We've already self-trained ourselves to choose lack, limitation, separation, And now we're choosing to remember the truth and training our mind to choose to remember the truth. And so that's what I love about A Course in Miracles is it is a mind training system. And it is so clear and so consistent. So in this final class that I did, How to Break the Habit of Playing Small, one of the things that it came to me to talk about was my journey with abundance, prosperity, financial freedom. Because one of the most constricting, limiting beliefs that I've ever encountered in my own awareness and uh, addressed in worked with so many students and uh, counseling clients uh, with this is, is financial freedom. And what is that really from a spiritual perspective? Because to me, if I'm not working with things on a belief level, on a mental level, if I'm trying to manage and cope and manipulate, if I'm trying to change my behaviors rather than to change my mind, I'm really working much harder than I have to. I'm laboring in vain a lot of the time. So I've learned working at the level of the mind is the fastest, most direct path to my healing. And A Course of Miracles talks about all healing is at the level of the mind. So... Let me just say, I have proven to myself, and I've worked with so many people have proven it to themselves, that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that financial freedom is a healing in the mind. It is not something that has to do with investments (laughs) or strategies. It is not. That is a complete delusion. So, 
A Course in Miracles has many beautiful teachings to help us understand this. And in my experience, that is the most direct path to experiencing the freedom. So let us go into A Course in Miracles and the teachings there. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, uh, in the text here, chapter 7. Where was it here? Chapter 7, Section 7, Paragraph 10. You are the will of God. You are the will of God. For many, that may be a very new idea. You are the will of God. So if you think of that expression that many of us have heard so many times about thy will be done. Let my will be God's will. You are the will of God. This is what Jesus is telling us in chapter 7 of the text, section 7, which is entitled, The Totality of the Kingdom. And this, oh, such a great section. Talks here in this, also earlier, paragraph 4, illusions are investments. They will last as long as you value them. Values are relative, but they're powerful because they're mental judgments. So illusions are investments. It's an investment of your thinking, your belief where you place your attention in your mind. Remember that you are the light, and so you shine the light into whatever you place your attention on, whatever you believe, and that's what make it, makes it seem real to you. And as it says here in this section, the ego's picture of you is deprived, unloving, and vulnerable. And you can trade that picture. You are the will of God. Do not accept anything else as your will. Or you are denying what you are. So if you think of things uh, where you're, you're making choices, trying to make yourself feel better, this is one of the ways that we take our will of God and we dissipate it into ego projections and investments. For instance, and this really does relate to financial freedom. So, for instance, there's one of the things that it talks about in A Course in Miracles is that all temptation is of the body. All temptation is of the body. And what are we tempted to do when there's temptation? We're temptation to protect and defend, right? When we're protecting and defending, uh, we are, it's a defense against the truth. Because one who's aligned in their loving heart needs no other defense, needs no other protection. When we're angry and irritable and frustrated, then we're vulnerable. But when we're in our loving heart, we're invulnerable. And so when we're trying to manage, cope, and manipulate things, and this often 
translates into our finances, trying to strategize and figure things out. Rather than act from divine guidance and inspiration, then we're not feeling the freedom. We're feeling we, we have to choose by strategizing, by looking at the world and the circumstances and make decisions based on that versus based on our guidance from our loving heart. But you see, if we don't feel loving in our heart, we're going to be afraid of following our guidance very often. We're going to be afraid of it. And many of the lessons that we have that are there to help us experience financial freedom are lessons of where we choose from the ego and it creates a seeming lack of abundance, a seeming lack of prosperity, where there is a financial loss. So my invitation to you now is to think of any experience you've had in this world where there seemed to be a financial loss, where it seemed to be that someone ripped you off, that somebody took something from you, and you were deprived, where you were betrayed financially. See if you can bring into your mind that kind of a circumstance where you, in your mind, you hold someone else to blame for your financial circumstances. See if you can think of that. This is major mojo healing here. So think of that. And if you have a pen and a paper, I invite you to start writing things down, your own ahas and insights. And then, so you've got, and you can write it down like this. I feel moved to blame this person or myself for having made a mistake, having betrayed, having stolen, ripped off, however it is you hold it in your mind. Just be truthful. We're, we're bringing these things to the light. So it's really helpful to just be transparent with yourself and allow yourself to recognize what it is you're thinking so you can clean it out, right? Like let's say you've got a whole bunch of boxes in storage in your garage or your closet. And you start thinking, oh, God, that stuff, i got to get rid of that stuff. i got to go through that stuff. And you delay and you delay and you delay because you think that going through those boxes and making decisions about what to keep, give away, throw away, whatever, is going to be tiresome and a burden. And it's going to stir up things you'd rather not think about. So you delay and you delay. You're just leaving things for later. But why do that? Now's the time of our healing. Now's the time to clear the mental and emotional clutter. So looking at this is just like going through those boxes in your closet or your garage. Clearing it out will release so much energy that's stored in the hoarding, in the avoiding. So looking at how it is that you're holding the situation, this person, these circumstances... Because however you're holding it, 
anger, resentment, blame, shame, jealousy often comes in, regret, all however you're holding it, as long as you keep holding it that way and don't hold it in love, which results from true forgiveness, as long as you're not doing that, it creates stagnation, block, and limitation in your finances. As well as in your emotional life, your physical life, your physical body even. And so this is an opportunity to bring forth amazing healing and transformation pretty simply. So start to write down the thoughts that you have about this situation and circumstances. And maybe there's a story that you tell yourself. Maybe there's a story that you tell your friends. Like if you were going to meet somebody and they said, Oh, how come your finances are so challenging? You might go into this story or that story. So go into that story with yourself. It might even be helpful. A lot of times people today, they have phones like I do. I have a smartphone, an iPhone, and uh, they have recorder functions on them. Just make a recording of the story that you tell yourself. Or maybe you have a friend that is has a deeper practice than you do, a deeper spiritual practice than you do. Or you can go to a practitioner or somebody like that where you can sit with them consciously and tell them the story with the idea that you are releasing the story forever. So you can make that recording and try to discover all of the false beliefs that you've been clinging to and any thought you might have of blaming anyone at all for your situation and circumstances. Because as long as you keep blaming anyone, including yourself, you're only going to create more of the same because your will is the will of God. There isn't a separate will. There's just the one will and it's you are the will of God. So It is done unto you as you believe. As long as you believe someone else can actually determine your financial freedom, you're mistaken. And you'll continue to have that error in your beliefs until you correct it. It's not going to magically happen. And more money coming into your life isn't going to correct that belief either. That's why people generate more income but don't hold on to it. People generate new financial flow and then they get new expenses. Your mind is where you do your work. It's where I do my work. And fortunately, by means of technology, we can often do our work together because we're all one. It's time for our healing. So I'm going to pick this up after the break. You can hear that music. Let me just say again, I'm Jennifer Hadley. Our topic today is financial freedom. And we're applying A Course of Miracles to our finances. You might enjoy the free classes offered at jenniferhadley.com called Stop Playing Small. It's a special focus of classes for people who are light workers and would like to be professional light workers don't have to be a professional light worker to be a beneficial presence on this planet right now you're listening to a course of miracles on unity online radio where we're living the love we're walking the talk and i'll be right back 
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about financial freedom through discovering the truth that sets us free. So, as I was saying in the last segment, I was inviting you to really look at your beliefs about your financial situation. Anything that you blame on circumstances or other people is an opportunity, a tremendous opportunity to open up the waves and waves of abundance and prosperity that are waiting for you, that you are blocking. I'm not kidding you. I know I do this work every day. And I I have to do this work because, and it's my joy, of course. So in my experience of being a minister, one of the things I had to do was I had to start paying real attention to whether or not I was receptive to abundance and prosperity. I had to pay real attention to whether or not I was willing to open myself to the flow of abundance and prosperity. So one of the things was I had to do exactly this work that I'm suggesting. Who do you blame? Who's responsible for your happiness? Where have you given your responsibility for your happiness away to someone else? And how can you claim it for yourself again? It's doing this work. It's the forgiveness work that A Course in Miracles talks about over and over and over again. And many people do read and study A Course in Miracles without ever realizing that they can do this forgiveness work. It's theirs to do. And then everything opens up because you are the very will of God. Do not accept anything else as your will, or you are denying what you are. So if there's anything that you are doing in your life because you feel you have to because of circumstances, let me tell you right there, you are deceiving yourself. You are losing your grasp. On true reality. But you see, this is what our human experience is all about. This is why we have to keep checking ourselves and checking ourselves. As it says here, again, we're in chapter 7, section 7, paragraph 10. You are the will of God. Do not accept anything else as your will, or you are denying what you are. Deny this, and you will attack. Believing you have been attacked. Okay, so get this. If you think that someone else is responsible for your financial experience in your life and you feel there's a lack, there's a limitation, and you blame anyone at all for it, then, like it says here, you are believing you've been attacked. 
Do not accept anything else as your will. Only the will of God. Or you're denying what you are. If you blame anyone, you're saying their will precedes and overpowers your will. God's will. That cannot happen unless you let it. So anytime you ever feel that someone took advantage of you, they cannot do it unless you give them permission. Now we're all experiencing the healing of our mind and every situation in every circumstance, as it says over and over again in A Course in Miracles, is perfectly designed and planned by one whose only interest is our good. So if we have an experience where it appears that someone has taken advantage of us, it appears that someone has ripped us off, it appears that they've disrespected us or betrayed us, what's it for? That's what Course in Miracles is asking us basically. This is so fundamental. What's it for? You don't have to get upset. What's it for? It's for your good. Well, how could this seeming betrayal before my good ah well here's how so that i can change my mind about it and this is what it says such a potent paragraph here see the love of god in you and you will see it everywhere because it is everywhere now a lot of times people have experiences where it seems like they're betrayed seems like somebody ripped them off it could be just they charge them two dollars more you know, or that there was a coupon that expired and now they won't let me use it. It's amazing how the ego can grasp onto something and start to see, ah, I've been denied. Ah, I've been ripped off. Ah, I've been, it's God is withholding from me. Life is withholding from me. Somebody else is in charge of my happiness. How can I be happy when they won't let me use the coupon? It's amazing how we can get into this stuff. It's intense. It's intense. And when I was growing up in my family, I'm just being really authentic and transparent here, some of the stuff that happened, and I was talking about a whole bunch of my my uh, awareness about my experience of transforming my poverty consciousness into a prosperity consciousness which i'm still working on but i was talking about this a lot in my how to break the habits of playing small class remember you can get that free download at jenniferhadley.com right now and i was sharing in my class how in my family things would happen and my parents, my grandparents, would become upset about things like the coupon. They would become upset by things like, oh, we're, we, we're making a trip, and there's no affordable hotel, and then we're going to have to overpay for a hotel, and then you get in there, it's not a very nice place, you paid so much for it, blah, 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 now it's upsetting, uh, I have to overpay, or they're gouging us, they're marking up the price because of the holidays, different, a million different things like that. And my parents would get upset, my grandparents would get upset about these kinds of things. And what I noticed was 
things would happen like my grandmother, my grandfather would say, well, we're going to pay for this, you know, we're at the grocery store. I'll, I'll get the groceries. And my parents being, no, no, I'll, we'll pay for the groceries. No, let me pay for the groceries. No, you pay for the dinner. I'm going to pay for the groceries. Well, you pay for the thing and I'm going to pay over and over and over again. People arguing about these things. And so one of the meanings that I made of it as a child is money makes the most loving people in the most loving relationships turn argumentative. Money is upsetting. If you care about money, you will speak to your loved ones unkindly. You will treat them unkindly. Money will make you crazy and behave in ways that are unloving. So I made the meaning of it, money is bad, money is wrong. Now, that's the way to look at it from an ego perspective. From a Course in Miracles perspective, I can look at it now and say, I had these beliefs in my awareness before I was ever born. And that's part of what I put in my plan to heal. So... I chose this script where I would have this family that had these kinds of arguments and upsets so that they would help me bring into my awareness all these false beliefs so that I could directly address them and heal them. They didn't make me think those things. I already had those beliefs when I came in. My family highlighted them because they were helping me to fulfill my plan to heal these beliefs. I hope you can see what I'm saying there because it's so critical to our awakening. Now, in going back to this paragraph 10 here, and by the way, it's my page 129. It says here, do not... You are the will of God. You are the will of God. Do not accept anything else as your will or you're denying what you are, which is the love of God. Deny that you are the love of God and you will attack, believing you have been attacked. So if you don't know who you really are, if you don't know you are the love, you are the will of God, you will attack believing that you've already been attacked, that you've already been robbed of the love and the joy and the peace and the harmony and the prosperity because you think you're less than the will of God, less than the love of God. But see the love of God in you. Seek the kingdom first. And you'll see it everywhere because it is everywhere. See the love of God in you. Seek the kingdom first, and you will see it everywhere because it is everywhere. See God's abundance in everyone, and you will know that you are in him, in God, with them. And you could, you could substitute any spiritual quality here. See God's love in everyone, and you will know that you are in God, with them. See God's wholeness in everyone and you will know that you are in 
God with them. And another way you could say this is, see God's abundance in everyone, and you will know that you are in abundance with them. See God's love in everyone, and you will know that you are in love, in the flow of love with everyone. See God's wholeness and perfection in everyone, and you will know that you are in the flow of wholeness and perfection with them. Do you see how it applies to every spiritual quality? The one that you see as other, every other being, is part of you, it says here. They are part of you, as you are part of everyone. They are part of you as you are part of God. One with everyone. You are as lonely without understanding this as God himself is lonely when his sons do not know him. So in other words, God's not lonely when you don't recognize that you're one with God. God's not lonely. How could God be lonely? God is the all in all. God is oneness. God is not a man. And we can call God the Father, but God is not a separate being with a personality who feels lonely. We're all one with him. The peace of God is in understanding this. The peace of God is in understanding this. It's not in having financial abundance. And when we choose the peace of God, we will have financial abundance. There's only one way out of the world's thinking, just as there's only one way into it. One way out, one way in. The way in is the way out. Understand totally by understanding totality. Understand totally by understanding totality. Next paragraph. Perceive any part of the ego's thought system as wholly insane, wholly delusional, and wholly undesirable, and you have correctly evaluated all of it. This correction enables you to perceive any part of creation as wholly real, wholly perfect, and wholly desirable, meaning that everything is truly helpful. Wantingness or desiringness, this perception, this correction. Wanting the correction, desiring the correction only. You will have this only. And giving this only, you will be only this. The gifts you offer to the ego are always experienced as sacrifices. But the gifts you offer to the kingdom, which is within... Are gifts to you. They will always be treasured by God because they belong to His beloved sons, that's all of us who belong to Him. All power and glory are yours because the kingdom is God's and you are the kingdom of God. You are the treasure of God. Without projection, there can be no anger. But it is also true that without extension, there can be no love. So going back to what I was saying in the first segment of the show, we must look at where we're holding on to anger, resentment, blame, shame. Clear that out. No one else can do that for us, although people can do it with us. So 
got some more to share here. It's time for me to take a break. Remember those free classes, Stop Playing Small, are available at jenniferhadley.com, as are all the previous episodes of this radio show. This is number 212. All the episodes are totally free for you at iTunes. If you're an iTunes person, if you're an Android, you can get them at Stitcher and on the unity.fm website. So please take advantage of all those free episodes. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we're claiming our inheritance. I'll be right back. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about financial freedom. And this is our destiny. All power and glory are yours because the kingdom is God's, and we are part of the kingdom. And then, as I said right before the the break, in section 8 of chapter 7, the unbelievable belief We have said that without projection, there can be no anger, but it is also true, without extension, there can be no love. So, section 8, the unbelievable belief, it says, we have said that without projection, there can be no anger, but it's also true that without extension, there can be no love. These reflect the fundamental law of the mind, and therefore one that always operates. Now, it's critical that we get this. 
that anger is always a result of believing our projections. And we cannot experience love without extension. So, love is extended to us, as us. It's our very nature. And if we block the flow of love, we won't be experiencing it because we can't experience it. And love is abundance. Love is prosperity. We can't experience abundance and prosperity when we're trying to block the love and think that some people are unworthy of love or even ourselves. And when we are holding on to anger and resentment, you know what happens is when there's anger, hate, and fear, it literally is like... It is the thing that makes us vulnerable. So love is our protector. When we're in our loving heart, we're perfectly protected. And what A Course in Miracles over and over and over again is trying to help us to understand is that our protection comes from being loving. Our protection comes from forgiving. And our sense of vulnerability comes from being angry and resentful and hurt and holding on to those things and thinking that someone in the world, ourself or someone else, is responsible for it. So the disciplined mind can accomplish anything, including free flow of finances, abundance and prosperity. But we don't accomplish it through managing and manipulating things. We accomplish it by being in the flow of abundance and prosperity, which is being in the flow of love. And we can only be in the flow of love if we're extending love. And this is what I love about the truth, and this is what I love about the truth teachings of A Course in Miracles, is Everything is circular. There is this flow. If we block the flow by not forgiving, then we'll experience what it's like to not be in the flow. And we'll learn from that. Guaranteed, we'll learn from that. And it's just like we learn from touching the stove that we get burned if it's hot. And we learn from sharing what we have with others, how wonderful it is to share. Now, some people share because they're forced to, or they think they should, and then they're energizing lack and limitation. But when we share from the heart, it's lovely. It's uplifting. It's nourishing. And I often think of my nephew, When he was about four years old, my precious nephew Alex, oh my gosh, he was just the cutest little boy on the whole planet. And one day he came home from nursery school when I was visiting my brother's family. And he came home from nursery school. I was taking care of his little sister. And when he came in the door, uh, I was just welcoming him and getting him a snack and things like that. And I said, so Alex, how was nursery school today? And he said, it was good. And I said, what was good about it? 
And he stopped for a second, and I saw he was thinking in his mind, searching the data bank, his memory, for what was good. And his whole face and being lit up, and he looked at me and he said, I shared. I said, you shared? He said, yes. I didn't grab. I shared. And I said, oh, that's so fun, isn't it? He said, yes. I really didn't grab. And I knew exactly what he was talking about because he was in that place of feeling abundance, feeling prosperity. And so he shared from the overflow. He didn't share from lack and limitation, the grabbing and the grasping. It's a whole different energetic. That's how we're meant to live. That is the flow of love. And that's the divine opportunity that we have in every single moment. We deny ourselves that flow through the process of believing thoughts that aren't true. We have the opportunity in every moment to choose what we're going to believe. And those projections are of our own making. Without projection, there can be no anger. Without extension, there can be no love. These reflect a fundamental law of the mind, and therefore one that always operates. Always operating. And what people don't quite understand is that when we hold on to the upsets and we energize them, we energize those projections of separation, then it literally makes us so vulnerable to attack. It does. I know this because in my own experience, I felt, I used to feel so vulnerable all the time. And I really, truly believed that the best defense was a good offense. So in all of my relating to other people, I let people know that if I thought for one second that they might hurt me or take advantage of me or attack me or make me feel bad about myself, that I was going to hit them with my own attack. Of course, I was coming from the point of view of separation, lack, and limitation And so attack was always on my mind. I've had to really pay attention to this and work at training my mind to recognize always oneness, abundance, prosperity. And anytime I feel the littlest bit of disharmony or upset, I know, oh, I've gone back into that old belief system that does not serve my life of love. And fortunately, that disturbance is the reminder that I can choose again, and I'd like to. And so where I used to feel disturbed most of the time, now it's only occasionally. That's right. And I rarely feel vulnerable to anyone's upsets or attack because I'm maintaining my seat, as the Buddhists say, maintaining my seat in my loving heart. I'm seeking the kingdom 
not to protect myself. I'm seeking the kingdom rather than trying to protect myself. Because living in the kingdom and from the kingdom is my protection. And it's also my financial freedom. Not that I don't have some financial challenges, but I don't feel worried about them. I don't feel frightened. And that's a big, big difference. I'm grateful. I feel prosperous. I feel abundant, even though I am the head of a ministry that depends upon contributions, tithes, and offerings that we can pay our staff. It's interesting how things shift. Now, my faith is in God, not in trying to figure it out. That's my financial freedom. And it's yours too. And I invite you to join with me in a blessing right now as we place our hand in our heart. We take a breath of love and gratitude together. And if you'd like to know more about my journey, as I said before, and the stop playing small, how to break the habit of playing small, I I did do some teaching about that, my experience. We're grateful and thankful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and to place the Holy Spirit in charge of our finances, our life, our abundance, our prosperity, our learning, and all the activities of our mind. We're grateful and thankful to recognize the unity of all life. So grateful and so thankful to consciously choose to extend love, to seek the kingdom where it is in our loving heart and to give thanks that our will is the will of God. We are the will of God and it is our natural state to be abundant and prosperous. We accept this as true and we allow ourselves to have a healing of all false beliefs. In gratitude, we let it be. We know it's done and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for joining me this week. Have a great rest of your week. God bless you.